Well, we have several things to go into this morning, and I'm taking, I'm introducing, and then have several leaders coming up, three leaders this, this week, to speak to us again, continue with what we began some weeks ago about obedient to the heavenly vision. Obedient to the heavenly vision. This is part four. And I want to open it up again with the scripture in Acts chapter 26. Acts 26, Apostle Paul speaking to King Agrippa. And he says this, that therefore, King Agrippa, what is he saying? After I received the voice of God, after the, the Lord spoke to me, he says, therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. What does that mean? We are calling it what? Obedient to the heavenly vision. If you are not disobedient, then you are obedient. Amen. And therefore, as we are here, what? Obedient to the heavenly vision. We are obedient to the heavenly vision. And he says this, I'm, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but did what? Declared. I said last Sunday when the vision is too full in your heart, you declare it. That which is full in your heart, you declare it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If it's not there, you can't say. So when it's so full in your heart, you declare it. So he says, he declared first to those in Damascus and in Jerusalem and throughout all the regi region of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent, turn to God and do the works befitting repentance. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, the Passion Translation, I like it there and I want you to see you, I want you to see yourself there. In Ephesians 2, 10, it says, we have become his poetry. Hallelujah. What is that word poetry? We have become his poetry. Remember I told you last Sunday, I think Sunday before last, but we have become his poetry. A recreated people. What's that? We are born again. Second Corinthians 5.17 says we are new creations. We have become his poetry. A recreated people that will fulfill what? The destiny. He has given each of us. So you have a destiny from God. That means if it's from God, it's heavenly. So you have a heavenly destiny. All right? I'm going to give you 20 million shillings after this service. Are you seeing the way you're smiling? Come on now. I'm not. I'm giving you bigger than, eh, something bigger than 20 million shillings. Hallelujah. But look at this. You have then, you have a heavenly destiny. In other words, you have a heavenly vision. It says you have become his poetry. The moment we gave our life to Christ, we are recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. So think about this. You think you are little, you think you are small. You have a heavenly destiny. You have a heavenly vision to fulfill. You are here for a divine purpose, divine assignment. And he has given you his power to fulfill and the ability to fulfill that because he's faithful. And then he says this, uh, destiny has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Woo! We are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, Hallelujah. 
Your parents may say that we are not planning to have you. That's fine, you aren't planning, but I'm here and I came from God. Amen. We aren't planning, you just showed up. No, we did. I just didn't show up. I came in God's plan, in God's purposes. And before you are born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works you do to fulfill it. So listen to this. You're not waiting on God or waiting for God. He's been waiting for you. Who came first? God. And he did what? He laid out a plan for you to walk in. So he did all what you did. You, you, I mean, you're born. You need to, he's been waiting on you to wake up to this destiny. It's not you waiting on God. He's been waiting on you to rise up to this. So look at this then. If you think, if you think right, according to the scriptures, we, a child is born already loaded. Now, that is activated through Christ Jesus when you are recreated. So it's not, a child does not come like a, a, a computer which doesn't have programs. A child comes full of God, and when we are recreated, that is activated even more, and we, started walk, we start walking in the destiny that God has prepared for us. Now, then talking about the obedience to the heavenly vision, and, and in this ministry, which I spoke about the vision last, last week, the avenues and to this, which happens here, which is the vision of this ministry, evangelize, teach, train, coach, and mentor believers uh, through the seven mountains of influence. Remember, I told you VFC vision is what? Loving others fast through acts of kindness, compassion, and Generosity. Can we say it together? Loving others first through acts of kindness, compassion, and generosity. Say it until your neighbor hears you. Loving others first through acts of kindness, compassion, and generosity. But all this manifesting we, we do through evangelism, teaching, training, coaching, mentoring believers, and that's when we have the seven mountains of influence, the religion mountain, family, education, government, media, arts and entertainment, and business. So I told you last week and the week before that some of the leaders will, will, of these mountains will be speaking to you starting even today. So we have the head of media, arts and entertainment, Mr. Andrew Wafula. And would you put your hands together and welcome Mr. Andrew Wafula. Hallelujah. Praise God. Andrew Wafula is a, a husband, the husband of Deacon Yvonne Wafula. Just if you don't know, I'm connect, you are connecting the dots. Now I'm helping you to connect the dots. So the husband of Deacon Yvonne Wafula, you're welcome. <laughs> Good morning, church. You look good from up here. I'm usually back there. I don't see them from up front, but you look very good. Thank you so much, Pastor, for the opportunity to share this morning. I'm standing here on behalf of the Roundtable group as one of the leaders. Together with my wife, we lead the Roundtable group, as Pastor has mentioned. And I also lead the Creative Arts and Media and Entertainment group. So... Um, 
please move to the next slide. I'm not sure my clicker is working up here. It was a bit far. So the roundtable group is an outreach of um, LFI to touch the lives, daily lives of VFC members. And its primary goal is to support the overall leadership of the ministry in achieving the goals of the ministry and to effectively steward the giftings of God. So we are here to support the overall work of the ministry. Yeah. And next slide. Just want to introduce the leaders. This is the current team that we have um, of the various leaders in the roundtable group. We have Elder Francis, who leads part of the Religion Mountain. Um, Elder Ruth, she's there as an advisor and she leads the prayer. Then Miss Tina on the Education Mountain. Then my wife Yvonne on Government Mountain, myself, Creative Arts, Media and Entertainment. Jeff, one, another leader of the Religion Mountain, responsible for the choir and the youth. Then uh, Deacon Duncan Gatoto and his wife Rita uh, for the Family Mountain. Then we have uh, Norman Tuku, Deacon Norman Tuku is handling currently the youth. And then we have uh, um, Innocent who's handling the business mountain and he'll be presenting after me. So next slide, um, maybe the next one, because we've already described this. So the body of Christ is meant to influence the world. We are not just here to look good in church on Sunday and then the rest of the week we vanish. No, we are here to influence um, the earth for Christ. And the church must be a positive agent of change for transformation in the community. So how we do this through Victory Faith Church, as Pastor has mentioned, is through the seven mountains of influence. So we look to mold um, the way we think and influence our lives and the lives of those we interact with on a daily basis. So if we are to effective, be effective as ministers of the gospel because every single one of us is a minister. It's not just the people who stand up on the platform here or who serve in various areas who are ministers. Every single one of us is a minister. So we have to really internalize the vision of um, Victory Faith Church and what we are doing here to be able to influence the community around us. And as Pastor uh, has shared that... Um, Next slide. The vision of the ministry is loving others first through acts of kindness, compassion, and generosity. Next slide. So in preparing for this, we're listening. Uh, Pastor Davis shared, I believe, on Wednesday and also shared with us as leaders about um, what God, where he sees us going into 2024. And I just want to look at this scripture, Isaiah 54, verse 2 to 3, and with some emphasis. You see some words um, highlighted there in bold, and they are enlarge, stretch, do not spare, lengthen, strengthen, for you shall expand to the right and to the left. Everything we do is based on the word of God, coupled with prayer and guarded by the anointing. And this is the word that we've received, that as as a round table, that we need to move into a place of where we are enlarging. We have done well so far, but now it is time for the, for the ministry to enlarge, for the vision to be spoken even clearer 
for us to be more bold in outgoing. I think Pastor Davis, the word he shared with us was um, breaking barriers. We need to move to a place of where we are breaking barriers, where limitations have been had in the past in terms of what we have done as a ministry. We need to break those barriers. Amen. Next, next slide, please. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. I, then I've also highlighted that, oh, that you would bless me. This is the prayer of Jabez. And Jabez called on the, Lord of, Lord, on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. There's that word enlarge again, that your hand would be with me and that you'd keep me from evil so that I would not um, that I may not cause pain. So granted him, so God granted him what he requested. We need to trust God for a barrier-breaking anointing in 2024. We need to trust God that we step out into a place. It, it probably will be a step of faith that we have not been here before. It may seem scary at times. It may seem that daunting, you know, in terms of the effort and the energy that we need to expend and the resources that we need to put in place. But God has a promise for us. Pastor has been sharing with us that we need to catch this vision and step out in boldness. Amen. So looking at this, we, we are looking at the, the TRTG goals. And we shared this last year. And this year, this coming year, 2024, we are going to build on them even more. Next slide. So first of all, we are a house of prayer and anointed worship. That is where we start. We start with the word of God. We start with prayer. We start with anointed worship. We are going to build on top of that. We are never going to do anything apart from the word of God. We are always going to do that. Then we are a church where everyone belongs. And here we are looking primarily at the family, um, looking at being a family-oriented church where every single person belongs. And the family mountain, we will expound more on this. Then next, we have a dynamic youth ministry. There are a lot of initiatives that will be put in place that are being put in place to en enhance the youth ministry, to bring it out more to the forefront and to be a blessing to the youth, to the future generations. We cannot be a success just ourselves, but the next generation and the generation after that have to be uh, blessed as well and grow. So we are going to invest in this. Then we build fit for purpose media. I'll expound more on this when we come to the creative arts, uh, media and entertainment mountain, which I'll present a bit later. But we need to build a fit for purpose media team. And that is one of the key things that we'll be working on in 2024. We already have a very good media team, but we are going to be enhancing it. Then we build generation of leaders. It's not just to have one group succeed. We want to have more coming after us. Those who are in children's church right now, we want to develop them such that when it comes their time, they are ready to step into the position and lead. That the, the, the heavenly calling that is upon them, that Pastor Davis has talked about, they are able to step into it. They will not struggle to step into what God has called them. There is a divine call upon their lives. There is a divine deposit and we will enable them to, to draw out of it and step into greater levels because they are going to build on top of what the team that is there right now that has built on. You know, we've built 
on, on what Pastor, uh, Pastor Carla and Pastor Wade built, we are going higher. And then the, the next generation that comes after us should build on top of that. Then we are informed and engaged citizens. Now this is very important because we are not living in isolation. We live in a world that um, you know, is governed. There's a lot of influence of the world out there. And we need to know what is happening out, whether it is in the government, whether it's in the social spheres, and we need to be able to be informed so that we can engage all those people out there in an informed manner from the word of God. So we are not going to close ourselves just to what is happening in the Bible, but we will be informed, engaged, and we'll do that a lot through the education mountain, the government mountain, and so that we can be able to engage people out there effectively and influence them for the kingdom of God. We intentionally gospelize. This is something that I believe we are getting into more and more. Uh, Pastor Davis has talked about the prison ministry. We have already KSEF going on, and we believe we'll be going out even more to minister to uh, others who are not part of the body. We'll not just be ministering internally, but now we need to go out and spread the word intentionally. Then moving on to the business mountain, we, created, we create businesses for impact. Pastor Davis earlier in this year shared um, a word about the business community that we are going to see businesses grow from within this body, and there'll be mil millionaires, multi-millionaires coming out of this. And you know, it's not just people making money and then you are just rich for nothing. Yeah, it's people making money to influence, to make a difference. You know, um, Pastor Davis has been talking about you know Marsabit, and how you know there was one one person who was able to you know give all that was needed to, to, to drill that borehole. What if that one person was seated in here right now? Amen. We need to do more of that. We need to have more impact right from within this community. Not we, we are grateful for all those partners who support us in the ministry from wherever they are. But what about us? How can we impact lives? How can we create businesses that impact this place? How can we have people in this place who, you know, one person can come and say, um, Elder Ruth, I'll cover the entire budget for the home this year. Just one from within this community. It's such a blessing. So we are looking to create businesses for impact. Amen? And then we are generous to all, especially to the orphaned and vulnerable. We've been doing this for quite some time, and we will continue to do that through HLA, through... Um, uh, our home, and also through other outreaches that are there that Pastor Davis talked about, the, the giving that we do to Israel and other places. So we will continue to do that. So those are the things, the main um, goals for the roundtable group that we are looking to, to continue even into 2024, that we will continue working with these um, kind of guiding principles for all the different uh, mountains. Now, moving to the next slide, key events. Uh, one more step, yes. The first one is Friends of Our Home. We will be relaunching Friends of Our Home. We do it annually. So 
come January, we will be talking quite a lot about friends of our home and how you can be a part of that. Rededicate yourself, recommit, pledge once more, increase your pledge, and also seeing how we can bring more people on board to enhance the friends of our home outreach. Then the next thing we'll also be talking about Megafest. We'll announce and give directions on that. So what is our part in this? Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16 in the New Living Translation, he says, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. That ties in with what Pastor Davis has shared. Every one of us has a special part to do. Every one of us has a special work. So as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts to grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. When everyone does their part, the whole body grows healthy. So what is your part in this? The first one, pray. Um, we've said that everything starts with prayer and the anointing and the word. So pray for the teams as they prepare, as they, they present their plans. Whatever we are going to be doing in 2024, undergird us, help us in praying. Secondly, participate. When you're called upon, please come and be a part of that. Be connected to the vision. Um, don't just leave people, leave a small group to handle things. Be a part of that. Connect with the vision. Engage. And then the third one is serve. Yeah? Serve. Be a blessing to those around you. It would be such a wonderful blessing, Pastor, if every single person in the congregation was serving somewhere. I think the impact would be so much greater than what we see today. Amen. Then now I want to go specifically on the creative arts, media and entertainment ministry. So maybe I would ask, uh, I know some are in the congregation. We have a number of our team in children's church and some back in the studio. Uh, if you can, wherever you are, just stand up and we acknowledge you. If you're in the media team, wherever you are, there are some in the sound booth back there. So you can see they are scattered all over the place. Thank you. Well, I am, I am part of them. You can see my, I have my media uh, hoodie on. Thank you so much. You may be seated. So these are the team. This is um, part of the team that uh, helps us do a lot of media work. We have quite a number in the back there, running the online service, um, running the uh, social media, because we want to engage on that as well. So I'll go through this very quickly. Who are we? We are a light bringing out God, the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We are going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. I'm putting you on a light stand, now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. That is our scripture for the creative arts and media and entertainment team. Matthew chapter four verse, Matthew chapter five, verse fourteen to fifteen in the message translation. We want to shine. We want to be a light. So we exist to provide support to the other ministries, to the other mountains and ministries in church, to enhance their ability to reach and communicate um, the message of God's love to our generation, and thereby advance the kingdom of God. Now, one thing that has changed over the past few years is how the world communicates. 
previously, you know, it used to be telephone, then it moved to the mobile phone, and now a lot of it is on our handhelds through social media. So the church has also adapted in the way it communicates. The mission, the message has not changed, but the methods evolve and keep evolving. So our purpose in the media team is to help the various arms of ministry communicate well. So coming 2024, we will see even greater engagement. We have Boris who is on staff and who's really good at helping us with the engagement on social media. So we are going to see some more of that, we, more of engagement on social media, spreading the word. And it's going to become a major part of how we speak, how we share what we are doing in VF. And then, um, so why are we there? So we are a part of community creating wholesome digital content. There's a lot of content out there. A lot of it is not wholesome. We are going to create wholesome content. And how we do it? We do it through you. We do it through the members of the team in their gifts. But we also do it through you. And I will explain to you how you are a part of the creative arts, media, and entertainment team. And Pastor Azos, just listening on what 2024 would be for, for, the, for Kame team, uh, creative arts, media, and entertainment is very long. Let me call it Kame. So I got this scripture in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. It says, and the Lord answered me, write down this vision, clearly inscribe it on tablets so that one may easily read it. Yeah. And I looked at various different translations. I'm not going to read them, but you can look at them. There's the Amplified Classic um, the CEV and the TLB. Actually, the TLB, I will highlight that it says, write my answer on a billboard, large and clear, so that anyone can read it at a glance and rush to tell the others. So the Lord instructs Habakkuk to write down the revelation he has received and to make it plain on tablets so that it can be easily read and understood by others. That is what God is calling uh, the media team to do in 2024, that whatever is ministered here, that we are to take that content and make it so easy for anyone who engages with it to be able to understand it. We are going to proclaim this message everywhere. And two things I had, engage and grow. So to engage, next slide. Engage will capture hearts and minds. Just go on, yeah. And then grow. Not just in numbers, but also in experience. The message is real. Amen. How many of you can agree the word works? And I, I, I know Pastor Davis asked us last Sunday, how many of you have been changed by the word that you've received as you've come in, uh, to VF? And I, I'm sure almost every one of us lifted our hands that we've been changed. And so we need to spread this message. We need to grow. No, from that seed become a tree. Each and every one of us be able to influence other people. Um, next, and then you skip to the next slide. So what are we going to do? Next slide. Just, just the team. 2024, as the creative arts and media team, we'll be supporting some special events. I uh, believe we, together with the Religion Mountain, that's the choir, we're planning to have a worship night, and then with the Children's Church, we'll be supporting VBS and the various programs on um, Resurrection Sunday, 
during Christmas and opportunities for creative arts with the children and the youth, such as dance and drama, will be bringing those. Then the next thing is training. We'll be working on a lot of audiovisual content. We'll be training our teams to be fit for purpose, whether it is on social media, whether it is um, training content. And we will also help in training the congregation on matters technology. We'll work together with the education mountain on that. And finally, support other ministries. I think you've skipped ahead. Um, supporting other ministries in releasing videos and content from the other mountains. Then, finally, my last slide. What do we need from you? We need your skills. We need your talents. But you say, I'm not tech savvy. I'm not, uh, I'm not a digital native, as it is called. Yeah? But we need you. I told you, you can pray for us. You can pray. You can sow a seed. I believe Pastor Davis has been um, calling forth this platform here. Needs to move back there. Sow a seed. Participate in whatever way. We need you. We need you to promote the content. When we post something, like, share, subscribe to our various channels, engage with us on our posts, you know, like them, comment something. Even an amen is good. If you trust God and you believe God, you know, you've been, I don't know if you've been on Facebook and you've been seeing the um, very nice pictures of Pastor Davis with uh, a caption on the back. Yeah? Say amen. Yeah? Like that post. Engage with us. And if you have skills that uh, we can use, you're interested in social media, you're interested in video, in photography, in um, content creation, content editing, uh, website management, talk to us, uh, see us. Anyone in the media shots is a target. Grab them, tell them, I'm interested in joining you. Thank you very much. Amen. But innocent. Good morning, church. Yep, thank you very much, Pastor, for uh, the opportunity to uh, speak to the church concerning the vision. Um, thank you, uh, Yvonne and Andrew Wafula, for the leadership at the roundtable group. Um, Today, I'll be speaking about the business mountain, uh, what we want to do in the year of 2024, and just picking and building the momentum uh, from where Andrew had left. So the business mountain, the vision, Andrew has actually brought it out very clearly, is to create businesses for impact. And if you look at that, what you're looking at are just three pillars for the year of 2024. These are the areas of the team. As was, we were impressed as a team as we were looking at this to be able to build that impact, build the momentum that we've been able to see in the 2023 into the year of 2024. And that will be um, pillar of prayer, pillar of training, and the other one being community. But foundationally, and it's going to be very critical for us and just building from you know, the, the presentation by, by Andrew is that we want to be rooted in the word. We won't be doing anything 
without or within the context of the word. The other thing is, as come out is we want to see how do business communities within Victory Faith Church participate actively in terms of the activities within the church. Uh, we talked about uh, different outreach. How do we be able to participate on that going forward? And the other thing is also divide guidance. And this is very critical for us on the aspect of prayer. How do we make sure that there's divine guidance on everything we do, every event that we be organizing for the year of 2024 throughout that way? Um, the next slide is just to introduce the people that we are uh, serving with in this particular mountain. Uh, we, we build and we position ourselves on those three pillars. Uh, so we have Mark Naduga, who is a young, young person. You can stand up. Thank you, thank you, Mark. So Mark is leading us in terms of the community, building, uh, put, uh, building activities around community to make sure that this is a vibrant community on that, on that end. And we also have Joshua Odero, Joshua Odero, who is helping us in the training pillar uh, going forward. Thank you, Joshua. And the last one is Alice Kaiba. Alice Kaiba will be in charge. Uh, she's actually behind there, be in charge of our prayer, prayer pillar. So just to delve deeper, uh, to just try to bring this out for us, and uh, I was thinking about this, and I was preparing to give this particular message. I happened to get some very good intel about an individual that was really, it was really groundbreaking for me. Having ventured into the business, uh, now it's my second year into the business world, uh, this testimony was very critical for me, and it will help me uh, to bring the context out in terms of prayer. So this gentleman called Dave Hudson. Dave Hudson is an Australian. Uh, Dave uh, was kicked out of school when he was 16 years old. He has never gone back to school since then. Um, he worked um, blue-collar jobs, earning $10 an hour, then after that went to, uh, to the military, trained as a military person, but came out of there, got born again. And one critical thing, God started leading him in terms of how do you become impactful in the place of uh, business. So Dave Hudson is the CEO of Paladine Group, a corporation, just to bring that context out. Um, by the time I was giving his testimony, his group of company, which is a total of 30 companies, um, in different context, continents, in Europe, in Asia, in America, some part of, uh, some part of Africa, in area of you know, energy, construction, financial management, and every other thing. The company was worth $150 million on its way to getting to a billion dollar. And this is very critical for me as I was trying to digest and just meditate on the prophecy that Pastor Davis brought out on 28th of June this year, where he still talked about I'm bringing forth millionaires uh, within this congregation and bringing others within that will do a kingdom business my way. And I'll quote what he said. If you ever wondered how to grow a business to a massive level, then this might be both unexpected and valuable for you to know. One of the key reasons why my business has grown exponentially is because I consistently take one full day a week to pray with God. That was really important for me, to pray with God, not to pray to God, but to pray with God. 
And it talks about intimacy with the Lord is my top priority. This is somebody that has been able to build a multi-million dollar empire talking about intimacy with God is my top priority. And as a business mountain going into the year of 2024, this is actually going to be our way into uh, making sure that we break, we break barriers and we are able to bring that element of God into the business playlist. It's going to be earmarked in the aspect of prayer. So what we'll be going to be able to do is to organize prayer session for business community uh, in different areas, uh, different will, that will be calendar, that will be diarized in our calendar. So please watch forward for that. If you're in a business community or you are, want to begin into the business um, as an area for you to serve in the kingdom of God, please look forward for those particular announcements that will be coming out in the in the in the in next year. And critical for us, and just to unpack that, was a few scriptures where the prayer as a pillar is concerned. Uh, that is Proverbs uh, 16.13 that talks about commit to the Lord whatever you do and you will establish your plan. So starting next year, at the beginning of the year, this, um, especially in the area when we'll be doing the uh, 21 days of fast, uh, fasting and prayer, we'll be able to organize a session where we'll be establishing both as business mountain and business communities our plans to God so that there is our plans is established by him. The other one is Deuteronomy 8.19 that talks about, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce. That was really good. That, that really ministered to me, that there is the ability to produce wealth. That wealth has not just been created out of somewhere, but there is ability to produce that. I think NIV really brought it out um, uh, very well for me, and that really ministered to me. The other one was Jeremiah 17, 7, that talks about, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And then lastly is uh, James uh, 1, 5 um, in TBT, that talks about, if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom. When he talks about the prophecy of becoming a millionaire, I might be limited in terms of that wisdom. But if I come to God and say, ask the wisdom from God, he is willing to be able to give us that. And the only place for us to be able to do that is in the place of prayer. I can move to the next slide. The other part is training. Um, we want to move into the year of 2024 in a different perspective. Uh, of course, the circular training in terms of just getting the knowledge is good, but we are looking at in terms of how do we design engagement with business community in a way that there is an element of how do we propel and send that message of how do you do a business, kingdom business God's way. So one of the critical things and the thematic areas that you're going to do this is going to look at uh, the biblical economics. Secular economics works. We've seen it works, but if you look at this gentleman, the biblical economics has a tremendous way of making sure that a church and the church community is able to do much better. So within the year, we'll be able to design a training program for the guys, the people who are in the business community to participate in that. It's going to be a very interactive one, 
a hybrid of a sort. So you're going to both be physical and also going to be uh, virtual. So we'll be depending a lot on Kame to be able to help us deliver on this particular content. The other part that you're looking at, especially at the tail end of the year, we believe in God to be able to bring this in a way that will bring glory to him, uh, to, for us to be able to have a business seminar. And this will be the tail end of November where we'll be able to see the people that have gone through that particular training will be able to be go through a graduation of a sort um, and also t for us to be able uh, to have a two-day uh, event that will be culminate our activities for, for that year. So critical for us will be equipping because training is all about building capacity, giving us knowledge, uh, both uh, the circular knowledge, of course, we need to know how do we deal with government, this issue of taxation, there's so many other areas. So we'll be able to design content that will be able to build that capacity as we do our business and how do we make sure that we also multiply as a community of businesses. Uh, the last one and not least is the area of community. Uh, we want to be very, very uh, strategic and actively involved in our business community. Um, feedback that I was getting from the congregation is that there is not so much information available or centers or resources where people can be able to download and see what are the things that we are able to learn, how do we be able to learn from each other. So the community will be very critical for us in terms of how do we mentor and how do we make sure that the, those who are senior in terms of doing business within the congregation are able to I work with the others who are, who are very early in, in business and also want to, uh, to venture into that. How do we reach out to the young people? How do we reach out to the force of victory? Uh, the individuals that are there that have skills, that have, uh, God has given them the ability to be able to do exploit in the place of business. How do we reach out for, to them? How do we nurture them? And the community will be very, very important for that. And we'll be doing this two-way. Uh, one will be on a tech platform. Uh, the other one will be on one-on-one -on -one interaction where we'll be meeting as business communities, break bread, have a session to be able to learn, and then grow from there. So those are the three areas that you're looking at in terms of just making sure that we grow and be able to fulfill the mission of uh, the business uh, mountain of creating businesses for impact. Uh, 2024 will be a launch pad for us because what I have in my heart is that I see us grow to bigger things. I see 2024 being a year that we are breaking barriers. Uh, we don't want to be just engaging people on event basis, but we want to see how do we bring everybody on board so that we are able to be of resource to the kingdom of God. Thank you so much um, for this opportunity. I'll hand this over to Elder, Elder Francis. Thank you, thank you, Innocent. So I'll cover, we have the slides up there, please. So uh, let's go to the next one. So I'm going to look at, we're going to look at KSCF and Care Ministries. This is part of um, Region Mountain. The others will be presented by other members of the team. And uh, let me say, KSCF, CARE, these are regular ministries. What we need to do is break barriers. Tell your neighbor we are breaking barriers in 2024. 
Yeah, every plan of God, people have had to overcome barriers. Whether it's Israel coming out of Egypt, they had to overcome Pharaoh, they had to overcome the Red Sea, they had to overcome the Jordan, Joshua had to overcome Jericho, all those. It's the plan of God, but there would be what? Barriers. The biggest barrier you and me have is insight. Because the Red Sea was not a problem as long as Moses had the right perspective that God is leading them. Praise the Lord. Jericho was not a problem. Those wars were not a problem. God knew how to go about it. So barriers will be there, but they are an opportunity to demonstrate how great is our God. Praise the Lord. So whatever barriers we have in KSCF, whatever we have in care, we'll be able to overcome them 2024, like Gideon, like David. So, in terms of that, we look at uh, KSCF, the scripture is Acts 2.32 says what? This Jesus God has raised up of which we are all witnesses. So, you and me are witnesses of this. This is why we are saved. And therefore, we can be able to do what KSCF says, every student for Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor that. Every student for Jesus Christ. That's the witness we are taking to schools because Matthew 28, 19 says what? We go and make what? Disciples in schools. So KSCF is into that. We have a head office function and schools. Please click next. So we have in head office financial support. You hear that over and over what we do. But then they also provide policies, resources, and programs, and trainings. So we go to the other high which is schools, then we do what in schools? We have CU students uh, and patrons whom we work with to make sure we have discipleship going on, peer-to-peer -peer training. This is for students to minister to one another. Then we have student rallies and camps, and we have services that we participating to help those students. And in this church, we have pastoral briefs every month that are done by Pastor Davis to continue to equip, equip us. Training is big because you can see there that we also have associate training days as well as uh, leadership training days. So if you're willing to do this work, help is available. Praise the Lord. If you can overcome your internal barrier and resistance to do this work, we'll be able to do it. With your willing and obedient. I remember that from last week by Elder Ruth here. So what do we need? More commitment of the associates. When you join KSCF, you become an associate. All right? So we need more associates and more commitment. I hear this over. Could uh, the Makindu stand up, please? They are here. Praise God. Agnes and Godfrey, they are the leaders of this team. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And the rest of the team, if you're here and you are going to a school. Anyone? Anyone is here? Oh, like several of us are here. Praise God. We really appreciate them, please. Right, please. Go ahead and get seated. So, there are many of us who can do this. More people, what does that mean? More impact. More people, the greater the barriers we are able to overcome. Like I said, it's not just showing up, it's the commitment. Because Godfrey keeps saying, these are the opportunities. There are so many people on the wrist, but are they responding? Willingness. Praise the Lord. If you're willing, you'll be able to obey. Do you know you can obey, but you're not willing? If you have children, you know that, isn't it? And the youth. <laughs> you know, they, they are not, they are obeying, but they are not what? Willing. But if you're willing, you'll be able 
to obey and it will be easy. Praise the Lord. And so that is the team. The KSCF have a website. You can go there, ksef.org. And then uh, that is their vision there. Uh, that's not so clear from here. There. Let me read it from my side here. Just a moment. It says KSCF vision. Uh, it says generation of raw model Christians having God values and playing an active and positive role in church and society. So we want greater impact. I go with John Osora and Joachim to uh, a school uh, and you can already see we are maxed out. Next year we have new students coming in. We are already three churches there. There is us, there is RCCG, there is CTAP and a new group is coming in and already we need more people. So we need for the impact we need more people. We need more commitment. All right. Let's go to the next one. This is uh, a scripture there saying, uh, let me start with that. It says, so far, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. Prayer has been mentioned. That's Acts 2.42 in the NLT version. That is koinonia. That is fellowship. And let's go next. So we are talking here about care ministry, which is Christians assisting, responding, and evangelizing. Praise the Lord. And you see a plate there. Are you feeling hungry by just watching that? Join care. <laughs> care is structured. We have the leadership of Pastor Davis and the building team. And then we have care hosts throughout Nairobi. Let's go next. And so, what do they do? He said, they, we, we meet weekly for fellowship, and then we, have, we coordinate support to members. If something happens to a member, this is the front team that comes together to respond to that, and also to reach out to the community. You saw that the other week, uh, the outreach to the elderly homes, uh, and then it's also the point of contact. So, when the church, you'll hear that uh, towards the end of the year, church offices are closed. Can we have what? Uh, if you need to contact the church, contact your care host. So if you don't have a care host, who are you going to contact? You start bothering people. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's go next. So, and uh, here we have fellowship. Say fellowship. The team there, again, we need to break barriers here. We need to have you, tell your neighbor you, need to fellowship in care. That is the most important thing you need to do. What will it take you to, to come for care fellowship? Ask your neighbor, what will it take you? I I'm teasing you on that. You know, there are three groups of people. There are three groups of people. There are people who attend everything. They're in so many things. Mark here said he is in... I am surprised he's in business. He's in so many things. Everywhere you go into a wedding, you'll find Mark. So there are people who are, who are, who are everywhere. Then there are people who don't go anywhere. <laughs> in fact, we should have a meeting for all people who don't attend anything and ask them, <laughs> what is your plan for next year? Pastor Davis will not authorize that. No, you need to have a meeting with yourself. All right? So it's fellowship, it's participation. Um, Susan Namu, care, care host. If you are a care host, will you stand up wherever you are that we may see you? 
Yes, several of you are here. Praise God. Will you please appreciate them? Good, good, good. Please go ahead and take your seats. They are almost 20. They are almost 30 there. They are not yet 30. So there is a care near you. Praise God. You can participate. And uh, Susan told me, tell them we have online. They can also join online. It's not always offline. You can join online. Now, you'll not get any snacks or food offline. Oh, online. Oh, sorry. I told Kevin, our care host, Kevin, you need to organize for Uber Eats delivery. <laughs> so, it's fellowship. We need more of you joining care. Care is an outreach of the pastor to you. And if you don't join he is limited. Because today, there are so many things that need to be done, but they say not everybody is in care. Can you imagine if everyone was in care? That would become so easy. That would become so easy. But not many people are, okay, so there are some who are not in care, becoming a barrier to pastoral ministry to you. And what you see also there is, uh, uh, let me get there, is, is that we can also reach out more to the community. And yeah, I mentioned that. So let's go to the next slide, please. So all this in KSCF and in care, what we are saying is there's a vacancy for you. There's a seat that is only for you. And I want to read that scripture. It says, Ezekiel 22, 30 in the NIV, I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it, but I found no one. God is always looking. It's not the care host looking for you to join care. It's God who is looking for you to take your place. It's not the Makindu who's looking for you to join KSCF. It's God looking for you. Will you Respond. Like I said, what will it take you and me to join? John Osora, yesterday he told me, Francis, I'm waiting for you to join the dancers in the wedding. On the wedding, that thing they were doing. I said, look, John, you will wait for a long time. Because before I left home, I had made up my mind. I'm not dancing. It doesn't matter who is the DJ. It doesn't matter who is the MC. It doesn't matter whose wedding it is. It doesn't matter. I'm not dancing. I used to come to church with that mentality until we came in one time and my wife said, Mary, you'll go that way, I'll go that way. Because you just stand in church like a statue. Can't you see people around you are dancing? What's wrong with you, my husband? I said, girl, what's up with you? I brought you to this church, now you are lecturing me. <laughs> but I was willing, praise God. <laughs> I was willing, I was willing to Give it an opportunity. Praise the Lord. And the Lord spoke to me. I am no longer like that. Glory to God. Ask your neighbor, are you willing? Because if you're willing, you leave a door open, isn't it? You don't come here, make up your mind, I will not dance. It doesn't matter what announcement is made. I'm not going for the youth meeting. It doesn't matter who comes here. Even if Elder Ruth came here and did somersaults, I am not moved. No, 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 no. <laughs> She thinks she's not going to do that anyway. But, but we have to have, if we are going to break barriers, we are going to have to break what? Our mentality. That's what Pastor Davis was emphasizing on. It's what I'm emphasizing on. 
So there is action for you. That if not today, then when are you joining? If not today. If not you, who is going to do these things? Do you see that? God is looking for us. And he wants to say thank you. When you join KSCF, when you join what? Care ministry. When you join any of these other teams and give your contribution. This is what will help us in 2024 to overcome barriers. Praise the Lord. So that is my last slide. And I just want to encourage you. You've seen the readers. You've heard all the other mountains join in, participate. Hallelujah. Will you put your hands together for Pastor Davis to get from you? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you. Mr. Fuller, and thank you, Innocent, and Brother Francis over here. Have you received something regarding this? Now, that participation is so, so important. Miss makes some statements here before we wind up. Is uh, you must believe in the vision. That's critical. You can just be an attendee and you don't get much out of it. You have to believe in the vision and plug in. That's important. And that brings in participation. I can say for sure for Tina and I that there is no any other place that we have sacrificed taken much of our life, actually, than living faith, victory faith. Living faith, international victory faith. We've sown our lives. The moment we came over here, of course, I came the year 2000 fully, until I was here, I think, 1999, but we got married. We sowed our lives and did everything, and sometimes even sowing, Everything that we had, I remember some, some years ago, that was 2005, in December is when we came here, and the foundation of this building had, had been done. And of course, you are moving into our tent. Until and I had been saving some money, that was in 2005, we got married in 2003, we were saving some money for the end of the year, uh, Christmas season, so we kept saving. Uh, you know, months prior to that for Christmas. And then Pastor Wade uh, announced that we are moving over here and so much money was needed was building fund. And the Lord spoke to me, remember that was what? Was it 3rd December 2005? That's when he moved here. I think 3rd or 4th. And the Lord spoke to me days before Take what you have been saving, take it towards building fund for the church moving into Garden Estate. I said, I'm okay with that. Talk to Tina. Serious, that's right. I'm okay with it. Talk to Tina. So then, she had, she's a teacher by profession, so they had closed schools. She had been indoors, just listening to the word and praying. And then uh, 
I came in one evening and she was so excited. She said, you know what God has spoken to me? What? Part of our building fund towards the church is the money that we've been saving. That's what you are supposed to give as you move to Garden Estate. I say, praise God. He already spoke to me about that and I told him to talk to you. We gave on that Sunday. I'm telling you the truth. We gave on a Sunday. On Thursday, that same week, we received double the amount. Double the amount. Yeah, praise God. Now, in essence, that's the money we had been saving. It wasn't millions and millions of dollars, but it was precious to us. Have you ever saved any money and you know that's your money? You know, saving is not like, I'm saving. Saving, you, there's something that will happen if you're saving money. In other words, you could have spent that money, but you're saving it. God helped us. And the largest seeds that you've ever sown in the ministry, actually it is to this ministry. We sow into other ministries as God leads us, but this is where we have sown a lot. Why is that so? We believe in the vision. Believed it before, believed in the vision before I became, the past, uh, I became a pastor in him. I just believed in the vision. So I, I encourage you to believe in the vision. And remember this. Can you go back again to, first, uh, to that Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 from the Passion Translation, the one that we had read. Ephesians 2, 10, the Passion Translation. Okay, I may go to mine. All right, here it is. It says, you have become his poetry, a recreated people. That will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. So again, remember this. God has given you a destiny as an individual. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. So God has given me a destiny. He's given you a destiny. But the amazing thing is this. All of us are joined to Jesus. So he's the head. We are members of his body. Don't forget that. So then this, this uh, destiny, this, is, this destiny is in Christ. And you can't fulfill it alone because all of us are members of the body of Christ. That's why people start getting into error when they say, I no longer belong to any church, I stay at home and worship. That's error. We didn't begin the church. He did, the head. He's the one who began the church. I, I feel like I've been offended, so I stay at home and I lift up my hands all alone and God answers me. You're missing big time from the, the anointed one, the head of the church. In, a, in an actual sense, you're in disobedience. You need help. Then he says this, he has given each one of us, maybe I'm talking to you who's watching us online. Did you hear that? Because us were already here, so we believe in the, the gathering. So it's you I'm talking about. You've been saying, I'll be watching online, and uh, that's all. No, you need to come to church. Did you hear what I said? Amen. See you on Sunday. Now then, given each one of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we, we would do to fulfill it. We. Amen? That's why when we sing, sometimes I exalt thee, sometimes we have to go together again, we exalt thee. Because we are together. 
Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 quickly, and then the Passion Translation, then we wind up. <clears throat> Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from the Passion Translation. Look at verse 12. Think about we. We are stronger together. We are stronger together. Amen. Just as the human body is one, though it has many parts that, that together form one body, so too is Christ. Did you see that? As a human body, though it has many parts that, that together form one body, so too is Christ. You ever, have you ever had a fingernail? Huh? Did you notice that your, even your, your head felt it? Did you notice that? I don't know what it is. There's a certain, in, in my, my community where I grew up, they used to call it mdudu. Anyone who know what that is? We just come like even to a fingernail or around there and it starts swelling. They call it mdudu. I don't know why. Those curses used to exist when we were growing up. I don't know. Mdudu cannot get into me now. So you, you call it what? Mdudu. Anyway, something, I don't know what it was, and, and it's not a, mm, a jigger. No, 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 it's not jigger. But it will enter, you know, sometimes the toe somewhere, and it will just start swelling, and we just swell. And it's painful. And it's like that thing just knows, G-N-O, you know, just, my goodness, painful and painful and painful. And it's just hot. But it's, it can be just a fingernail, but your head will feel it. Your ears will feel it. Your, fingernail, your, your, your hairs will feel it. You won't sleep because of that. Now, that's what who we are as members of the body of Christ. If one of us makes it, we rejoice together because all of us are making it. Praise God. That should be our attitude in everything that, that we do. So too is Christ. For one spirit we are, for by one spirit we all were immersed and mingled into one single body. Church, it's amazing you go worldwide, different places, you meet from, we meet with people from different continents. And if they are spirit-filled, they're living for the Lord, you connect with them. It doesn't matter the color. You just connect with them. I've, I've sometimes just going through, you know, YouTube channel, and I see something, you see this, a worship. Someone I don't even know, I've never heard of, and I hear them sing, and it's like, wow, wow. They're so anointed. You've never known them. You don't know their names. But they have the same spirit of faith. That's how we are in Christ. We are in Christ. We must and mingle in one single body. And no matter our status, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, oppressed or free, we are all privileged to drink deeply of the same Holy Spirit. Look at verse 14. In fact, the human body is not one single part but rather many parts mingle into one. So if the foot were to say, since I'm not a hand, I'm not a part of the body, is forgetting that 
it is still a vital part of the body. And if the ear were to say, since I'm not an eye, I'm not really a part of the body, is forgetting is still an important part of the body. So you may be an eye, you may be an ear, but you can't say, I don't need, if you're an ear, don't say, I don't need an eye. Have you noticed that? Think about this. Let's, let's see. Let's, let's answer from the scriptures. Look at verse 17. Think of it this way. If the whole body was, were just an eyeball, Can you imagine you are coming to church? You are an eyeball. <laughs> an eyeball cannot lift up their hands. <laughs> cannot comprehend what is happening. If the whole body was just an eyeball, how could it hear sounds? We're trying to tell the eyeball worship. Don't behave like an eyeball when you come to church. You know when you say, lift up your hands to the Lord and you are just standing there saying, is that an eyeball? Is that whole body an eyeball? Can't lift up even their hands. Now look at this. It says this. How could it hear sounds? And if the whole body were just an ear, how could it smell different fragrances? I want to smell. I want to hear. I want to see. And then it says this. But God, let's read this together, please, verse 18. But God has carefully designed each member and placed it in the body to function as he desires. Every part of you doing their, their part, it makes a whole difference. If we had even as a pastor, I'll say this, if we had 100% giving in all those who attend Victor Faith Church, giving of trust and offering, it will make a big difference. 100%. Giving. 100% participation, 100% participation in care, 100% participation in every outreach. Do you know we'll multiply quickly? Think about if 100 participation, even if we had 70% of you bringing every one person and speaking to them and showing them the vision, we'll have this whole place full. That's what is the designed carefully, carefully design each member and place it in the body to function as he desires. So you are, you are not the one who placed yourself in the body, you are placed by God. Look at verse 19, a diversity is required for if the body consisted of one single part, there wouldn't be a body, it wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be a body at all. So now we see that there are many differing parts and functions but one body. So then let me see if I can finish this. Verse 24, quickly. But some, verse 24, please. But some of our body parts don't require as much attention. Instead, God has, has mingled the body parts together, giving greater honor to the lesser members who lacked it. And then go to the next one. He has done this intentional so that every member will look after the others with mutual concern. And so that there will be no division in the body. All of us be together. And then to verse 26. In that way, whatever happens to one member, happens to all. That's why encourage that community mentality. You may not know a church member, but you've heard, like we've announced, this church member needing some assistance. Be part of that. Be part of that. It says, if one suffers, everyone suffers. If one is honored, everyone rejoices. 
And with that, I think I'll continue next. Let's, let's read verse 27, the last one. You are the body of the anointed one, and each of you is a unique and vital part of it. Let's say it, personalize it. Can you say it, please? I am the body of the anointed one, and I am a unique and vital part of it. That's who you are. So we want, we need, not just wanting, we need your participation. It makes a whole difference. As we get 2024, we break some barriers again that have existed. Want to see more and more happening, thriving in, in this ministry and seeing the vision becoming clear and clear and clear and you are part of it. Tell your neighbor, you are part of it. Tell the other one too. Point the finger to the one behind. Stand up on your feet, please. Praise God. You're part of it. I'm a member of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm a member of the body of Christ. So, Father, thank you for this presentation concerning your vision. I pray, Father, that you may speak to them from the inside so clear concerning their part. There is no coincidence with you. Nothing. Can you say that there is, this was a coincidence? No, no, sir. It's your divine positioning. It's a divine appointment. So I'm praying, Father, again, as I've prayed, even in, in, in private, for the supernatural opening of ears and hearts and eyes to perceive your will. That as you have recreated us in Christ Jesus, that each one of us may be a partake of the destiny that you prepared ahead of time for us to walk in. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let me read one scripture, then over here it comes up. In Isaiah... Isaiah chapter 48, verse, verse 17 and 18. I want you to pay attention to this, please. Listen to this. Isaiah 48, 17 and 18. Can you have your fingers working quickly, please? All right, taking long. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Is he your Redeemer? Yes, you've been redeemed. He's the one who's redeemed us. He's our Redeemer. So he's speaking to us. He's the God of Israel. Through Christ he's become our God. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God. 
who teaches you to profit. Who teaches you to profit. So if you want to learn from him, if you want to profit, learn from him. He will teach you. And look at what follows next. Who leads you by the way you should go. Who leads you by the way you should go. And then verse 18. This is the place that many believers are not experiencing peace as they should. All that you had, all that you had hidden my commandments. Forgive me, read it because it has an exclamation mark. All that you had, you are, you had heeded my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. If you are not experiencing peace, there is an aspect of disobedience in your life. That's the truth. If you are not experiencing peace, we are talking about the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It's because there is an aspect of disobedience in your life or else your peace would have been like a river, the way the scriptures say, and you are being led by the Holy Spirit into purposes of God. The moment you find the will of God for your life and you are committed to that heavenly vision, you will know peace. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, C26, verse 3. Thou, you'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. We trust in the leading of the Holy Spirit. Pursue as we, we come into the close of this year. We go to the 2024. But of course, we began 5784. Pursue obedience to God. Pursue obedience to God. No matter what happens, if there's any kind of, every kind of disobedience around you, you pursue obedience. You will know peace in your life. May that be revealed to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that you had heeded the commandments of the Lord, then you'd have known the peace of God. And I thank you, Father, for your people. I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen.